Get ready for a surprise! Hi, I'm Shaky, and these are my tales of times forgotten. This is Shaky Subject Matter. All right, Fez, I need you to turn that TV off. It was in the backed up sewer flood, and I'm not sure if it works anymore. Shut it off. Okay, come over here and sit down. All right, everybody. SHKE Radio, coming to you live from Studio 306 in Pole, Illinois, is on the air again after another long absence due to work. Okay, so you're probably tuning into this wondering, what is this all about? Why don't I know anything about it? Well, I'm going to try to help you relive the experience I had July 18th, 1981 in Chicago. It was a summer day, about 85 degrees, and the number one song was... Betty Davis eyes from Kim Carnes. Okay, so I probably spent the day, you know, riding my bike, going to the store, get some candy, you know, things nine, ten-year-old kids do. And I got home, and it was Saturday night, and Mom and Dad were watching something in the... They were either watching something in the TV room or drinking beer at the kitchen table, one of the two. But I went, I went into the living room, which... You might call it a living room, but in Chicago we called it the front room. It was kind of like a museum. It had all the nice furniture, all the little knickknacks and the cabinets all on display. So when company came over, they came and looked and walked through the front room, but didn't use it. <laughs> okay? It was like a little museum that my mom and dad had set up in the house. And it had the nice TV in there, so I said, I'm going to go watch TV in here tonight. So I sat in dad's recliner and turned on the TV and this is what I turned into first That's right. Eight is Enough in its last year was on. I didn't like Eight is Enough. At least the people on there were young. Well, they were kind of young then. They were probably 15 or 20 years older than the parts they were playing. I didn't like it because it was kind of like a scummy version of the Brady Bunch. Everybody always had problems. The show was horrible. They took the laugh track out, too. It used to have a laugh track in it when it first started, but... All the serious, depressing stories in that show really uh, made it not so funny. Uh, this one, in particular, is a big family fight with the woman who is married to Tom Bradford. I, I really never understood that show very much because there was always like a lady in the background they call Abby, but I think the first lady on the show was... The wife was John Travolta's girlfriend who passed away, and then they threw this lady in to take her spot. And in this episode, there's a big family drama with Abby's parents coming to visit, and 
the old man who played uh, the old man in this episode of Abby was in Colcheck the Night Stalker, and he also played J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man TV series. But that's not important. The really important part of the show is that everybody was worried that Tommy, who was played by Willie Ames, was working in a strip club. So let's go to that riveting moment. Dad, hi. Uh, I'll give you just 30 seconds to give me an excuse that I'll believe. Oh, well, Dad, there really is a very good excuse, but you'll live a lot happier life without knowing it. I don't believe this. I mean, you all know how hard I've been working to close this place up. I walk in here and find my daughter sitting in a front row table. I mean, I would think that if, for nothing else but respect to me, you wouldn't. Dad, didn't come here to see the show. Oh, how silly of me to jump to that conclusion. Well, is someone going to tell me exactly what you are doing here, just for the record? Promise you won't get upset. Please, I already am upset. We came to see Tommy. Tommy? This is where he works. Tommy works here? Doing what? The unknown is the unknown stripper. Not for long, he isn't. Hey, Bradford, what do you think you're doing, huh? I know you want to put me out of business, but don't you think this is a little unprofessional? Mr. Merlo, I can explain. Unfortunately, this boy is... Not my son. No fool. Larry! Hi, everybody. Nice of you to catch my axe. I thought this boy was my son. Dad! Tommy! That's my son. Well, that's good, then. I'm sure you won't mind supporting him now that he's out of work. Now, would you kindly all get out of here? And you, get that paperback back on your head. Get back out there before those crazy women wreck the joint. Whatever happened to free enterprise? <laughs> Hey, where were you? I was working the lights, my new job. Oh, you guys didn't think that I was... You did say you were being promoted. <laughs> I said my future was getting brighter. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. As you can tell, my night was already going horrible just from having to suffer through that show. Uh, we didn't have cable back then, so I only had certain channels. And I don't... I'm trying to find out. I can't really remember what was have been on Svengoolie that night. But uh, I know I didn't want to see it because I didn't turn that on. And I was suffering through the 8 is Enough, wondering what I'm going to do next, and I flipped the channel to this.
tonight on the CBS Saturday Night Movie. The Manitou, starring Tony Curtis. Michael Ansara. What does a white man want with Indian magic? Susan Strasberg. Uh. Innocent people, tormented by terror, threatened by the unknown, trapped by an ancient horror. The Manitou. All right. I'll tell you, I really wasn't expecting to see this that Saturday night. But wow, what a great movie it was for a 10-year-old kid, bored as hell, on Saturday night when it was super hot out, nothing to do but sit around and watch TV at night. Now, I know some country people are like, why didn't you go out? No, no, I was in the city, Chicago. It doesn't work like that, especially when you're 10. So uh, I watched this movie. And I was pleasantly surprised. It had all kinds of cool special effects in it. And it was kind of like they took the effects from Land of the Lost and made a major motion picture with it. It was based on a book by Graham Masterson. I'm not going to do a big review on this movie because everybody with a podcast out there has done a review on this movie. This isn't about that. This is about the night when you see a movie for the first time and it just... You just sit there and enjoy it, and you always remember it. And I've always remembered that night for 40 years now, just sitting there having a good time with Mom and Dad in the other room, leaving me alone to watch what I wanted to, and just kicking back and enjoying it. And I'm going to play... There were some great one-liners in this movie, and I'm going to play the part where Henry Erske goes to see the medicine man John singing rock. And this one you, makes me laugh every time I hear it. So here we go. Well, what you're dealing with is the Manitou, or spirit, of a great medicine man, possibly in his fourth or fifth reincarnation. Is that bad? For you, yes. Each time a Manitou lives, he gains in strength. By the eighth reincarnation, he can join Gitchi Manitou as a permanent spirit. Until then, the more lives lived, more powerful. I have lives. Well, how, how do you stop it? You don't. You don't halt it. You don't slow it down. Each Manitou has its own momentum. All you can do is divert the spell and send it back from whence it came. But that would take lots of power to force a Manitou to make a 180-degree turn. And so powerful a medicine man, you might have to wait until he leaves the woman's body. That would kill her. It would kill her body. But her spirit would live in the medicine man. A spirit would live. Great. There's only one thing I know that might stop him. What's that? Evoke the powers of other spirits. Uh, how would I do that? Well, mountain is good. Try wind. It's one of my favorites. Tell him John Singing Rock sent you. Why won't you help me? Yep. The banter between those two continued through the whole film. And it's just really an enjoyable... I mean, it's nothing It's nothing fantastic. You aren't going to get your uh, Academy Award-winning special effects. Or Although they did do some stuff that had been done for the first time, but it's basically just pencil... Pencil lines on the film for lightning and all that kind of thing going on in it. But it was a fun movie. 
And about 20 years later, I was in a used bookstore and I found uh, one of the sequel novels called Revenge of the Manitou. And I started reading them. They're still going to the... He just did his last Manitou novel uh, in 2015. I haven't read that one yet, but I've got it and I'm getting ready to start it. So, yeah, this was one of those magical nights that you remember... I, at least I remember when I was a kid sitting around and just seeing something for the first time and going, wow, I wonder if anybody else knows about this. And then when you get older, you start meeting people and they talk about it. My neighbor across the street from me came up to me one time and we were talking we were talking about something and he started bringing up about a Manitou. He was telling his daughter a story about it because she had some kind of pimple or something and he told her that and I started laughing. But yeah, uh... If you want to check out these movie or this movie, The Manitou, you can. I'm not going to review it. I'm just going to tell you, it's. I liked it. You might not. I mean, it's got, it's got midgets. It's got Burgess Meredith in it, and this uh, John Singing Rock guy. He was the voice of Mister Freeze and married to Barbara Eden. So, and the Henry Erski is uh, Tony Curtis who is Jamie Lee Curtis's dad, and I think he played Houdini back in the 50s, and married to Janet Lee from Psycho. So, yeah, okay, this is my podcast for September? Is it September, Fez? Yeah, okay, for September, I'm going to try to get back on this a little bit more regularly, and also my kung fu's a little rusty on the software side of things so if there's some hiccups in here or some loud clicks i'm sorry i'm getting back to it and relearning how to do this stuff but uh just remember watch the manitou because you can't watch it on tv anymore because tv sucks (laughs) all right oh fez what are you doing over there fez get away get i gotta get the broom i got it get away get away from there stop And I I told you not to use that TV. It was in the sewage flood.